Hello and welcome back to Pazasalti, the podcast with Sleek Lines. Thank you all for tuning in today. We have an amazing episode today. I sat down with my friend Harriet Russell to talk about all things ideas, execution, producing, um, community and culture. Um, and it was a very wholesome conversation. I can't, really, I can't wait for you guys to hear what she had to say because she had a lot to say. Um, and Harriet is an amazing person. So before I give too much away, lock in. And as ever, we'll listen to some music and we'll be back in a second. See you in a sec. Harriet, introduce yourself. I don't want to butcher your your job description or whatever you're doing. So um, tell us who you are. No, all good. Um, I'm Harriet. I'm 22. I'm London born and bred, and I'm a creative producer for like a agency media platform called The Basement. Just um, small, just yeah. a little small, not even Love that big. Life. You know, it's like little. It's nothing. Just just The Basement. Just the basement. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we love the basement. We love. We actually do love the basement. And the basement is a platform that I feel like a lot of people feel at home in. Like it's a it's a platform that is like STEM. It's like it's built off community, but it also like gives you this sense of like, oh yeah, this is cool. I think this is cool. People think this is really weird, but this is these guys think it's cool. So like we're in some sort of family now. Like you guys have like everything down to mm-hmm. an instagram group you have a running page i remember i joined that during lockdown like it's literally community is how i would yeah. describe everything that that is which is amazing because i feel like london is kind of a lonely city um not even kind of i think it I is the that. most lonely city so it's i think it's a nice way to yeah agreed to bridge that gap yeah yeah I feel like there's always a place for everyone in the basement as well. Mm. Like we have so many 
sort of subgroups within that and so many different types of people all over the world as well but um yeah there's a place for everyone definitely for sure for sure for sure and i think that like in the same like been like how did you get into creative production like who did you see anybody who was doing it like what inspired you to do that like is that always been a thing that you've been good at like execution and producing events and like actually being there like on ground and being like hey like we have this idea Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put it in practice i know how to do this yeah um well i i'm gonna do a long story into a short story i've had a sort of a wide um array of like jobs within the fashion industry i'd say so i originally started off doing styling when i was like 15 i'd come up at the weekends like in between school and help out um celebrity stylists mainly and like editorial stylists that were going into mags and then that kind of just carried on um and just kept interning literally from like 15 up until literally last year age 21 like went into uni did um fashion buying and brand management um and then i also worked at duke's cupboard the vintage store in soho for like three years over uni i love that place um so i feel like i've just had a very wide knowledge and like trying Mm. things and learning a lot and just like trying so many different areas of the industry that like i kind of then got to basement i'd started there as head of socials Mm. um i think i quite quickly realized that like I didn't love doing socials on that sort of a scale like there's so much pressure that we already put on ourselves within our own personal socials that it's really hard to like just do it 24 7 um so I very naturally just found that path into production because I'd kind of just help out here and there like with other bits of other jobs um within the business and I've always been incredibly organized and I obviously love going out like have a very wide network of like friends and places that we go out and events and sort of campaigns and just general production just felt very natural I'm obsessed Mm. with like image making and you know everything that kind of comes with that as well so yeah so it's a wide sort of story but yeah (laughs) that's amazing and I think that even for myself in some way that like I actually kind of discount how much that like on the ground up like literally upskilling to an extent like impacts what we do today in such a crazy way because I'm sure that like 15 year old Harry didn't think she was going to do what she's doing today but like everything you did like the building blocks and it's crazy that it actually ties into Mm -hmm. the like into actually executing ideas like you have to build on things to make things happen and exactly what you did with your your career Mm -hmm. and your life like you've completely been building on skills and experiences since you were 15 to now to the point where like it's like yeah like I'm actually now taking this out to just me and myself to engaging an entire community like you can't you can't teach that Mm -hmm. you have to experience it you definitely have to experience it exactly and I think also just for your just for your own sort of knowledge of like if you actually are serious about it and you want to be on sets for music videos or you want to be on campaign sets or you want to go do events it's like you have to have kind of worked in different areas of that space and that place as a bigger picture to Mm. kind of understand everyone's role within that and understand like the way that everyone pieces up together into creating something as a whole Um, exactly yeah definitely especially because you need to know exactly what you're right you need to know how the machine works like 
if if you know if you're gonna have mm-hmm. any like chance of actually slotting into a space or like creating your own space in the same um area you have to know how everything works which is 100 percent spot on to be honest like i didn't think about it exactly. like that but you really do like you have to know and there's no better way to learn than to actually do yeah yeah there's no better way to learn than actually do the job yourself um 100 mm-hmm. i hear that so then let's let's talk about ideas then let's talk ideas how do you not we're not going to talk about idea like ideation as in like how do you think of ideas but how do you get from a to b how do you get from okay cool we have this idea um sneaker culture is going crazy right now we want to engage our community we have this idea how do you get from a to b what's the process for you so um often I really find like working to a brief is obviously the best like I love Mm. having a clear list of deliverables for what a client wants um in terms of like just knowing what they want as a bigger picture and they're essentially bringing us in to make it I say in quotation marks cool Mm. so it's like getting the you know bottom line from them and then working out a picture around that so if it's an event what kind of vibe are they wanting what kind of guest list are they wanting Mm -hmm. music um who are you wanting to perform what kind of vibe are we wanting on the drinks and the shooter afterwards and how do you want the socials to look like and how do you want the video to look like afterwards Mm -hmm. it's like thinking of it as like a very just like shopping list way Mm -hmm. and working through that I work very logically and I think to produce anything and to be a producer you have to just be quite organized in everything and like how do they want the branding to look and do we want it really branded or do we want it like a bit more abstract or Mm. that kind of a thing um but yeah working to a brief and I think it's sometimes a bumpy ride getting there but you very much have to decide at the start whether it's the process or the outcome that's more important by the end of it sometimes a lot of it is a process learning um and the other part of it is like no we just need to get to the outcome and we know this is going to be a really shitty like long (laughs) you know hard road to get there (laughs) um but yeah um i think yeah i just have a love for like creating something that looks amazing at the end as i say whether that is Mm. when i've done music video stuff before or when we've done events or when i've done like an interview or a shoot or Mm. a campaign or anything like that it's about just visioning what's at the end and then just working through the shopping list within that and i think for for so much of it i will always say i love um, pinterest i love tumblr those sorts of places that you can just find the most obscure references that like you're never going to find anywhere else i think for so many of us those platforms are still so useful in creating whatever it is that you want even if it's down to that you need a bloody flyer for a party like there's something cool there Mm. that you can find 100 percent I hear that and that's actually really cool I think that I never really thought about it what you just said about what you're thinking about either the process or like the outcome I think that sometimes we're so focused on like okay it has to be this way that like when things throw us we have no idea how to react because we've just we've put it into our heads that it has to be this way if it's not it's like I can't do this anymore so how do you deal with like Mm-hmm. situations where it's like it doesn't come out or like right now we're in the process of like making this happen and it's not coming out the way you want it to happen do you pivot do you say okay fuck it let's throw it away do you like switch it around and say like we need we need more team members or whatever it is how do you then get mm-hmm. from 
get around the obstacle. From A to B still. Mm. Um, so I think we pivot really like my uh, we as a whole I think anyone that works in the fashion industry you have to just be so adaptable um, obviously it's a case-by-case basis but there are obviously sometimes ideas that like there's just no way it's gonna happen within this deadline or yeah. we need to change it or sometimes um, you know you have to adapt the process um, or you know, sometimes there's been times that we have had to get a whole new team in because no one's yeah. quite understanding a vision mm-hmm. or, um, you know, I think it's it's the kind of thing that, like, the more heads that you can clash together is obviously the better. Um, so even just bringing in someone new, asking your creative friend what their opinion is and seeing mm-hmm. it from fresh eyes because it's so easy to get stuck in the trenches and so consumed yeah. within your own work that sometimes you don't see the issues or you don't see where something could be changed or, um, you know, there's the more heads that you've got together, definitely the better the outcome's going to be. And that's funny that you say that because I I always think that it's really hard to give feedback in the creative world. I think that it's probably one of the hardest things for people to, one, for for you to give, for one people to take and like for it to become a thing that is a positive thing. I think that creative people find it so hard to like take something back and be like hey like this was this came from a place of like actual like creativity this came from a place of like this is my idea i don't want to hear what you have mm-hmm. to say but the power of feedback 100%. trust me the power of feedback it's incredible like i was thinking about it today even just for myself and for, for Paza, like even just being like to people like hey what do you want to see what do you don't what do you not want to see what what should we continue what should what should we switch like it mm-hmm. is everything like as you said two heads better than one like what is the point of doing this thing if you can't have a community of people who keep you accountable and who are able to almost act as like like a what is the word like a sounding board like that's what you guys are created like I think having community makes you accountable but it also means that the ideas that you have and things that you execute will always have a base it will always have a home because people have like helped mm-hmm. you they have that, to be like, very genuine as well yeah 100%, 100%. yeah because it has to represent a whole group of people but I do also think on the idea of um, you know giving opinions I think there's such a fine line because sometimes you're doing a project just for yourself um, where it's something more like private and um, you know you've really put so much into it whereas I think when you're actually doing for it for a work thing where you're doing mm-hmm. it for a brand where you're mm-hmm. doing it when there's like you know actually something on the line it's so much more important to be able to share that because I know there's often that conversation of like I didn't ask for your opinion mm-hmm. this is my creative like mm-hmm. thing and um I definitely think there's a fine line between that but I think it's um so so important that it's like it represents something that people all care about and um all feel yeah. interested and part of definitely 100% and then on that what does community mean to you because I feel like you sit in a really great place in in between one of the biggest communities I would say in like youth culture in London like what does that what does it mean for you what does it mean to basement like how have you guys been able to harness the power of community by actually understanding what it is and what it means and the power that it has um I mean community is everything and everywhere I think 
there's two points on this is firstly mm-hmm. like you think about our community within the sort of fashion space um there's something for everyone within that and like everyone has their day jobs but we all still sort of come together within a love of like streetwear and fashion and culture and music and um it doesn't need to be sort of like your be all and end all but there's just a place mm-hmm. for everyone there and like at least you think we like you and I met out at parties yeah. and um it's like you know it can be that you'll still see each other out at parties and then you come together and you either work on something or you are coming together for a podcast like this yeah. there's just so many like friendships and opportunities that are available to everyone um within that so i think firstly just like on a micro level it's like actually just within our local space within london and like the community that we have um that it's just that there's a place for some for someone everywhere and like everyone wants to help and i uh, there's a part of it also that i still feel that so much of it is gatekept um yeah and like if you go to new york and like anywhere like that there's so much more like coming together of ideas and helping each mm. other out um but yeah I think that's sort of London's scene side and then um within Basement I think we've managed to create a platform now that like you know it goes across so many levels as you said like the running club we have a cycling club now um tomorrow is the general release for the first issue of the magazine as well um oh, we had like a soft launch Friday yeah issue one so that's been like years of sort of ideation I'd say but it's been like the last sort of I don't know maybe six months I'd say the team has worked so hard and it's been Mm. really intense and you know obviously creating something completely different to what we've ever done before and that was more just out of a feeling of like you there's no space there didn't seem like there was space for community and for kids to actually put something that they wanted into a magazine without you having been someone or without Mm. you having like have a friend that works for the face or for id or for vogue that can put Mm -hmm. you on and get get you a story whereas this was more of just like let's actually just see what's out there and let's platform the people that haven't had that platform yet and basement has been so crucial within that um within our industry that often most of the kids that are sort of up and coming now um have all started or had some sort of a place within the basement and everyone sort of started together age 15 16 queuing up for supreme Mm -hmm. um and now it's like crazy because then we're all working together now yeah like i it's so full circle for me because like i without the basement i wouldn't even be into fashion today like i'd started like going up and got into supreme and you know just sort of those 2016 streetwear days Mm -hmm. and um it meant that i just started like sort of seeing a different way of like oh I could do this for work like I just met someone out that's doing that and like Mm -hmm. then I've got a friend that's a photographer and I've got a friend that's also like a stylist and we can actually come together and do this and something yeah um, yeah it's so full circle because I started basically within that space and then now to have gone back and be working at basement it's crazy that's incredible like I didn't even think about that as well like basement you know when you have like organizations or like startups that make it almost like you know when you tell your parents like oh I want to be like I want to work in like a creative field and like no go go and be a doctor go and be an engineer like having things like the basement allow you to even just tell your parents like yo like look somebody's doing this 
like this thing this is it exactly runs, what and I somebody yeah. is doing this like it's actually proof of concept like yeah. yo like i can actually get go to university whatever i want to do and be like hey like i want to do this and it's a, it's a job it, it works like i think 100 i literally had this full conversation with my dad mm. who after having paid for school since i was four years old he was like Paris, i need to private school and you're coming out and you're saying you want to go do fashion i want you to be a doctor or a lawyer mm. and i was like there with pink hair and my nose pierced being like no i'm not doing that um but yeah it's it's definitely a thing that like I think it's shown so many people I think just in general the rise of social media and the influencer and the way that like everyone is a creative I guess yeah. as a whole um and how that's now actually a respectable sort of yeah, way yeah. to make income and a lot mm-hmm. of cash like mm-hmm. we're not messing about here there's a lot there's a lot within that um, yeah. and a lot of work and a lot of like there's you know culture is always going to be here forever around mm-hmm. us um community is always going to be here forever around us and kids are always going to be on to the next thing and always yeah. be wanting to try something new or learn about something new and it's so important that we have these platforms that people can learn and try new new things and see themselves on the on the pages or see themselves within that and make friends and new connections and yeah. everything literally like i think even like that on the on your last point like be able to make friends and make new connections like i remember going to i'm not sure where this basement event was at but i met like five or six different people who like at the next time that any i saw anyone say like oh i need a stylist hey i need somebody who's like really into streetwear and then it's also a fashion designer or somebody who likes football and it's also a fashion designer like i was like hey i know this person like that is what that did for me and like I didn't grow up in London like mm-hmm. I I kind of did but I didn't and like even just having places like that you could just go on your phone and like hey, what is everyone wearing today as simple as that yeah what is the basement community wearing today where where is the next sneaker drop what happened like it's mm-hmm. just it just like it's almost like what radio what like magazine was back in the day but like all in one like it makes you feel seen it keeps you informed it's like what do i say it's like it's like a little like trusted buddy like that's what it almost feels yeah. like and i feel like that's why it's been able to make this huge community because it actually feels like a friend like i, I know that i'm not gonna yeah. miss a drop because you're gonna remind me that there's a drop next week or that <laughs> this person wore this exactly. like, oh, i actually like for, that like that looks cool yeah like that looks cool like this new Funny. artist like even Funny. I'm not sure the name of the artist. I'm gonna. I think people are gonna kill me for this, but uh, I'm gonna try and remember his name. You just had. Um, he did. He did that like Love Island freestyle. You know what I'm talking about. He had an event for him. Oh, Tom Austin. Yeah. Yes. Nico B. We just did the. Levi's I I, I found yeah. like, literally. I heard him for the first time through you guys. Literally, and I was really? like, yes. So. That's why I was like, wait, I'm now discovering music on Basement? Like, not only am I like, is it (laughs) about culture? I'm actually discovering music on Basement. This is crazy. Like, this is becoming some, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hype Beast is here. Well, this is the thing, I think. Whatever. It's always about making sure that we cover each side of things and like mm. we have always tried to be outspoken on politics as well and yeah, yeah. make sure that we're like translating politics in a way that the kids can understand and mm. like 
you know, talk about the actual policies that are out yeah. there and what does it mean for them and break it down in a more digestible way yeah. and try and literally just have a corner of everything that needs to be spoken about within that like in the magazine as well obviously everyone's got to go out and buy a copy yes every good retailer now (laughs) (laughs) um i did a a, um i did a shoot with my friend sam and um it was an incredible piece that he wrote about um trans identity and trans Mm. um positioning within streetwear and how important it is that like they're shown and um it was great we had you know a full queer cast and um full like trans shoot and it was all connecting that up with streetwear and their stories and um you know it's so important that that is represented and on the pages because it like you just don't know who that's gonna get to who's gonna Mm -hmm. read that who's gonna feel that they are seen and that Mm -hmm. they are heard and that they can see themselves in the pages um you know across the board really 100 percent. i think that even for me that kind of came to a head in like 2020 i think that that time that we had to like completely stand still i was was just watching a video of loyal connor actually and he was like and he was just talking about how like even being able to stand still and not have the pressure to like release music or to from his label to be like on streets to be on instagram or whatever like he felt like that saved his life like mentally like it saved him because he was like i can't i can't cope with the pressure that you guys put me under because you believe that this is what i should be doing um i think that Mm -hmm. even having these conversations like even like the trans identity thing putting it out for people to be like hey like i feel like i'm seen like you guys have actually like represented me in a way that like makes me feel understood or seen a little bit and it's like it's not Mm -hmm. enough but like it's a star and it's i think that even just having these conversations is something that our generation will always be remembered for i think that Mm -hmm. our parents as much as they try like i don't think that they were brought up with the capacity to be able to have a chat with their friend and be like hey like how are you doing do you feel seen do you feel like understood Mm -hmm. like i don't think they ever have they well i mean they might but i don't think they have the capacity to right now i think our generation is able to have these conversations and to be like hey like this would be different but yeah. i want to understand you and i want to speak to you about what it is that you might be, you might have going on or you want to know about or you don't know about and you feel like you want to know more about which is mm-hmm. it's amazing like 100%. i think that is the best I think thing ever we've got to a point, yeah we've got to a point of being um more open and i absolutely cannot wait until the day that like we're all older and our kids have got kids and like what is the world going to look like then in terms of everything being open and spoken about and um you know not not having this like generational thing that just constantly gets pushed through generations of we don't talk about stuff and we don't check in and we don't um you know make space for each other 100 percent a couple of weeks ago, you came out and said to us on your social media that you'd been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and I just wanted to chat about what that experience has been like for you, what it is like for you. Um, I have always, always had poor mental health, like, since I can really remember. I was always very anxious as a child, and I had a breakdown when I was 14, 15. Um, my parents had a pretty difficult divorce, um, mm. and... 
I was then in the Priory for a year and basically have just done therapy for every single week for the last seven years. Um, And I was always sort of diagnosed with anxiety, depression, but it always felt so much more than that. It was behavioral. Um, and I just could always tell every time I was diagnosed, I was like, no, this just isn't it. This isn't it. Mm. And it all came from literally, again, about having a conversation with a friend. And she said, oh, I've actually just been diagnosed with BPD, um, borderline oh. personality disorder. And here are all the things that I'm feeling and the way that I deal with things. And I know that this isn't normal. And it started to sort of open up that thing where I was like, wait, I've never even heard of this. But everything she's saying right now is sounding exactly the same as how I'm feeling. Mm. And um, the weird thing is as well, it's not picked up in women until their early 20s. Because um, as a child, all of us just often mirror our mums and we don't Mm. often show the true sort of behavioral patterns that you then often don't realize until you're like living by yourself yeah when you're yeah by yourself um but yeah so it was kind of one of these crazy ones because you know the mental health space has opened up so much especially Mm. within socials and what's spoken about and the way that it's just generally translated at the moment but I'd never heard of personality disorders being spoken about. I'd never heard of like all of this. And I think it's even from chatting with my therapist, it's one of the most stigmatized sort of disorders where people just go, oh my God, she's crazy. And it's Mm. like, no, I think now is the time we need to just shine this light on this because the stigma is so crazy within that, that like, if I don't speak about it, if I don't be out there actively saying like, yo, this is actually something I'm dealing with and I'd Mm -hmm. never heard of it I can help the next girl that isn't understanding her feelings and also just break down the whole sort of idea of it being something that is insanely difficult like yeah Yeah. I deal with it all the time and I deal with it on a daily basis but it means I can also be functional and like it comes into my life in a lot of good ways as well Mm. um and yeah just to be more transparent about it I'd got to a point where I was sick of kind of keeping it a secret Mm. and I very much felt like you know I have to see this as a positive and try and use this as something that I can change and help people with because if I had me talking about it when I was younger out there on socials Mm. whilst also like creating an image that makes my life look so put together it just wasn't lining up. Um, I didn't feel like I was showing real me. So now mm. I just feel so much happier to be open and honest about it and for yeah. people to sort of hear and listen and understand and do their own research, definitely. That's amazing. Definitely. Like, I think that this also ties in, into the idea of community. I think that we have a responsibility to each other, not only to ourselves, but to each other to be able to to, to show up as our real selves. I think that we make it so hard to be able to come to a place and be like, hey, this is me in all my black, yellow, white, blue stripes. And I might be this. Mm-hmm. I might I might like Coldplay and listen to murder mysteries on the weekend. But this is who I am and like <laughs> I'm showing up as me today. I think we make it so hard to do that because we yeah. somehow had a, have like made some set defined list of like, who the perfect Gen Z kid, girl, boy, whatever you want is. And it's like, but I don't, 
when did mm-hmm. you guys get to that like i don't want to say who, who made this who made this list like you didn't mm-hmm. include me and i think that it's so important it's so important i think that it's amazing that you can show up as yourself um yeah no that touched me thank you <laughs> that touched me no i appreciate it um but yeah it's definitely just something that i think we've all become so obsessed with like keeping social media like very clean and put together yeah. and looking cool and look like our lives are so put together all the time like mm. there's none of that real gritty shit on there anymore about yeah. like i've actually just had an awful day and yeah. like let's all talk about this stuff a bit more and mm. let's you know check in with everyone a lot more mm. um i know just the amount of conversations that i've had with people that they just are not open to the idea of therapy they're not open to the idea mm. of helping themselves or really like checking in um and i think the more we do it and the more we can encourage it the world is just going to be a much better place 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah yeah love to you harriet huge love to you thank you guys for tuning in today thank you to my guest harriet for having this amazing conversation with me and sharing this space um we're gonna be back we're gonna be back next monday uh, with another really cool show but shout out to you all have an amazing week see you on monday